Sanchez mentor Steve Anderson of Baseline Ventures, an Instagram backer and number five on the Midas list. And, he adds, he's aware that he's insecure. But don't mistake insecurity for timidity. I get close to people easily, says Sacha, but do something to me, I will light that bridge on fire. As we're talking on the Manhattan Beach Pier, Sacha's iPhone buzzes. It's a Twitter direct message from Ben Rubin, CEO of Meerkat, a white-hot new app for live-streaming video. Sacha is not going to invest in Meerkat, but had been playing with it ahead of its early challenge at the popular conference South by Southwest. He rapidly types back with a thumb and forefinger combination. I told Ben that the festival is the first big test, and if you keep the stream up, you win, Sacha says, thrusting the DM thread toward my face quickly, then back away. You have to offer value without expecting anything in return. Such is how new bridges are built amid the smoldering embers of the old ones. Sacha is busy building what will be one of the premier houses in Manhattan Beach, a terraced 5,000-square-foot place powered by solar panels. It should be ready by August, but until then, he, his wife, Crystal, and their two young daughters, a third child is on the way, have been camping out at a nearby guest house. Due at a board meeting, Sacha bounds in, ripping off his beach t-shirt to get into his investor uniform. Steve Jobs had his black turtleneck, Chris Sacha has his embroidered cowboy shirt. He bought his first one, impulsively, at the Reno airport en route to a speech, and the reaction prompted him to buy out half the store on his return. He now owns almost 70 in various flavors, which he keeps near his front door and in the trunk of his car in case of emergency. Entrepreneurs get disappointed when I show up without one of these, he says, donning a black shirt with silver stitching. The howdy-doody look is just one more of Sacha's incongruities. He's only from the West if you define it as Western New York. He grew up in a suburb of Buffalo, the son of a college professor and a lawyer. A top student, he wound up at his father's alma mater, Georgetown, and then Georgetown Law. Sacha did not, however, make for a natural lawyer. As an associate at Fenwick and West's Silicon Valley office, he sat in on a meeting one day with John Doerr, the famed partner at venture firm Kleiner Perkins, Caulfield & Byers. It became obvious to me that the investing side was where the action was. Let go during the dot-com bust, Sacha wound up cold-calling members of the Forbes Midas list for a job with no luck. Finally, he landed at a startup, Speedera Networks, helping to fend off continual lawsuits from its larger rival, Akamai. In November 2003, he jumped to Google, where he got a job on the legal and business development team going undercover to scout locations with low taxes and cheap electricity for Google's new data centers and then creating nondescript holding companies to buy up the land. Sacha started sponging up Intel in whatever senior executive meetings he could muscle into. Former Google manager-turned-investor Hunter Walk remembers walking into a meeting with Larry Page one day to update him on AdSense. Sacha, with no advertising role or background, chimed in with advice. Google was then a culture that rewarded people who got things done, says Susan Wojcicki, a longtime Google executive who is now the CEO of YouTube. He gravitated toward interesting projects and the new important ideas, always trying to work on the next big thing, she says. He sometimes put his foot in his mouth. 
Sacha was on a fellowship at the University of Oxford when, speaking publicly at a conference, he blamed wireless carriers for Google Maps not appearing on UK phones, sparking a headline that embarrassed the Google Android group. His boss, General Counsel David Drummond, told him to start prepping his resume. Instead, Page reassigned Sacha to work on wireless projects, including an ambitious but ultimately failed effort to bring free Wi-Fi to San Francisco. During one of our meetings, Chris volunteered to drive around the city and rubber-band routers to street lamps, says Meyer, who got to know Sacha at Google because of the project. Sacha tried other projects as well, such as head-faking a multi-billion-dollar bid in a Spectrum auction, a ploy that succeeded in driving up the price for carriers, but hit a wall with Eric Schmidt when his group pushed to acquire two satellite companies. Schmidt, then the CEO, wanted Google to hoard cash and brace for a downturn. In December 2007, with most of his options vested...